On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit, I sit down with Shweta, a longtime member of ours, and we talk about her fitness journey, why she got started, and most importantly, what keeps her consistent as a busy mom, a working professional, um, and someone who's just trying to figure it all out. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. You are listening to Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast, a podcast created for those who are not interested in working out to be better at working out. Instead, they simply want to get fit so they can do the things that they love to do. My name is Andrew Hamill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Prodigy Fitness in Pleasanton, California, where we simplify fitness for busy adults looking to invest in their health, crush their fitness goals, and live their best life. So join me weekly as I tackle all things fitness to give you the tools you need to be simply fit. Okay, perfect. All right, welcome to this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit. I am your host, Andrew Hamill, and I am joined by one of our kick-ass Prodigy Fitness members, Shweta. Um, So Shweta has been a member with us for about two years, maybe a little bit more. Um, and she's had a huge transformation, um, has become kind of somebody that most, most of our other members actually kind of look up to in terms of kind of the, the craziness that she can, she can handle and different things, especially with, um, kind of how 2020 was. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of bring her on and, and talk a little bit about what her journey has been like as, you know, a busy mom, somebody who, you know, is, is, you know, a prof- working professional. So she's juggling a ton of different schedules. Um, but has still found a way to kind of invest in her health. And so, um, you know, through the conversation, um, you know, I, I feel like we could, um, you know, she can help give some some tips and some tricks on on what she's done to kind of, you know, stay consistent and, and things like that. So um, welcome, Shweta. Um, Hi, Andrew. Yeah. So real quick, kind of give a little bit of a backstory. Like I said, you've been a member with us for about two, two and a half years, maybe a little bit longer. Kind of tell everybody kind of where you were at previous kind of what kind of spurned you to say, Hey, you know what? I, I want to take that leap of faith and, and, and go give prodigy a try. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm, I'm Shweta. I'm 32 years old and I've grown up in Bangalore, India, and I was a chubby kid throughout. Uh, and after I, I was in college, that's when the whole fitness thing got into my mind, but fitness was mainly for weight loss. So it was always a yo-yo thing, uh, like hop onto the scale. Hey, I have put on five kgs. So go back, go to the gym. I've lost five kgs. Now I'm back to my old habits. So that continued for 12 years. Uh, we moved to the US in 2014. We were at Fremont and I used to work out at City Sports Club. Um, there was no set pattern. I didn't work out with any coach or anything like that. It was me just going to the gym, doing whatever I wanted without any guidance or anything. Some days I would just hop on the treadmill. Some days I would just go to the Zumba class. Like there was no set pattern. It was just me by myself. Um, Some days I would just give my own reasons. Hey, I had a stressful day at work. I'm not, I'm just skipping this today. Uh, It was always like that. And I never uh, took it seriously. Like, hey, I really need to start working on my health, on my fitness or anything like that. Uh, Then I became pregnant and I put on 45 pounds during my pregnancy. And the first year was just, again, me convincing myself, hey, I'm breastfeeding. Let me not do any dieting or let me not get into any fitness program. I want to spend time with my baby. Like 
just I was tired of giving reasons like I it was my son's first birthday party and I looked at the photos and I'm like everything is great but do I want this image in my son when he's growing up we live in a town home and it's three flight of stairs like I could not carry a 20 pound baby and walk up and down I would start gasping for breath that's when I'm like hey I have to take this seriously and be a role model for my son my husband Shreya started his journey with Prodigy and he had never worked out in his life he had never seen a gym in his life so he started working out with Andrews and um, everyone at Prodigy and I, I met them a few times. It also took me like six months to have that leap of faith and uh, join Prodigy. And I, I loved my first month there. Um, and my main intention was, I told Andrew when I got onto the first phone call and I'm like, Andrew, I, I want working out to be as easy and as normal as brushing my teeth in the morning. Like. It, it's a routine. It's it's a non-negotiable thing that I want to do because I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I I want to be a role model to my son, uh, and I want I want him to learn from younger days that fitness is not optional. Fitness is needed. Fitness is important. And uh, it's been two years. It's been fantastic. I have found my tribe. I have found my fit family. And as I told you, like I never stuck to any gym. And if I'm doing it continuously, it's because of the fit family I have. Um, so uh, that's me. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like it, it's just been finding your tribe and uh, the members are so good. Um, they're never intimidating. It, it's an environment where you feel inspired to do more. It's not like, hey, she did a 300 pound uh, deadlift. Oh my God, that's so intimidating. That's never the situation or the environment. It's more like she did 300 pounds. I can do it. Uh, it's it's more that and that that's what is the best part. Like everyone is rooting for you. Everyone is cheering for you. One more rep, one more round or one more lap around the island or the go and run in the park. Like every whatever workout whatever routine whatever it is I have my family cheering for me so I think that is the biggest differentiator that I have seen like like I said since 18 I've been going into a gym and coming back but here I've stuck on to it and that's the biggest reason yeah absolutely and I think you know to kind of piggyback on a couple of things you said and I think that are super important is you know you know one thing you brought up was was kind of being a better role model for your son right? Being a better role model for, for your husband or for your friends or your family, whoever it is. And, you know, one thing that we get a lot when, you know, I, I meet with new clients and, and we talk about, you know, especially moms, right? Because I, I think, you know, being a mom is one of the selfless, you know, most selfless jobs there is, right? But oftentimes as a mom, you give so much to everybody else and you don't invest in you and your health, right? And, and it, I always go back to the old, you know, kind of saying that they always say on the airplane, right? Like, put your mask on first before you help others. And, you know, if you want to be, you know, the best mom, the best wife, the best, you know, best person that you possibly can be, right. You really have to truly invest in your health. And, you know, and I think that starts with kind of, you know, what you had said, like being a better role model, like you, you found your why, like you found like what it is going to wake you up when it's, you know, it's yeah. January right now, it's cold, it's wet, it's rainy, like, you found the thing that says, Hey, you know what, when the alarm clock goes off, like I'm getting up, I'm getting out of bed and I'm going to be a better me so that I can be a better, you know, 
you know, mom to Sam and, and, and things like that, um, which I think is super powerful, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, going back to the beginning of your journey, right, where you just said it was constant yo-yo and it was, you know, I would go to the gym, but not really have kind of a rhyme or a reason. You know, I can't, I had every excuse in the book to not, you know, like if I had a stressful day, I was like, yeah, I'm not going. And it is it, maybe it could have been because you didn't really have that why, right? You didn't really have that purpose. Yeah. And, and Andrew, like two things that you said has resonated with me so well. And that, I mean, it's not like every day I'm pumped up to work out or show up and things like mm -hmm. that. And those two things that you have told me, like it just makes me makes things makes me put things into perspective. Like you told me two things. You're stronger than you think and you're stronger than your excuses. And though every time, like I feel like giving an excuse, oh, I've had a tiring day or something like that. I, I just think about it and I'm like, no, like, no, this is not, this was the old me and I don't want to go back there because it's, you latch onto that and it just starts going downwards. You have to push yourself. And right. those two things, and every time, like when I struggle doing something, I'm like, hey, I'm stronger than what, who I think I am. And yeah. those, those two lines, Andrew, they have made so much of a difference in me and my whole outlook toward fitness and being healthy. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. And, and I, I, I truly believe them, right? Like, I think that one thing that I really love about, you know, the gym and, 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 and having all of our members and, you know, what we do is, is really having our members experience success and, and, and see that, yeah, they are truly stronger than they think. Right. Cause some people come in and they, you know, they, they gravitate towards, you know, the five pound dumbbells or the 10, because they're, they're, they're a little scared, which is totally normal and it's totally understandable, but they don't realize like, they are stronger than they think. And, you know, which is really, really empowering. And that's one thing that I truly love is being able to help kind of show them how, you know, strong and powerful and, you know, awesome that they really are, which is, which is awesome. So cool. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to touch on is, and one thing that we talked about too, is like you, you had mentioned like creating the, that non-negotiable, right? Like, you know, what I, you know, creating that non-negotiable, right. Put it in your calendar. Like, Hey, nothing's getting in the way of me going to the gym or nothing's getting in the way of me going for a run or going for a walk or doing yoga or, you know, whatever it is, you know, if you make it a priority, you know, and, and you create that non-negotiable, you know, that I think too often people let things get in the way of their health and their fitness. Right. And, and, just like eating lunch or eating dinner or, um, you know, having a work meeting or whatever it is, like there's certain things that are non-negotiable, like you have to get those done. And I think people too often don't make their health a non-negotiable and they let other things kind of get in the way. Um, yeah, absolutely, Andrew. Uh, I think the biggest realization I've had is work is a part of life. Your health is your life. So you have to make sure that okay, yeah, work is a part of life. I work for eight hours, 10 hours a day. After that, it's my life. Like, what do I do to keep that long? Like, I don't want to die at 30 for a heart attack or something like yeah. that, where the reason is me not being healthy. Like, that is that that is the biggest motivator for me and uh, making myself a priority. Uh, yeah. As moms, like you said, like we often tend to go on that guilt trip and say, hey, I don't think I have the time. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. And you have to find that balance. And 
for me again like i don't want to uh, jeopardize my time with sam when he's awake so i wake up at 5:30 in the morning and finish my workout before he's up like i am happy he's happy everyone is happy so yeah. uh, and and prioritizing myself is what i have learned and that has prodigy has been a big reason for it like if i didn't find a com- comfortable environment then i would have been like okay it's fine or something like that but having that uh, comfort level like that's what pushes me like i miss yeah, the yeah. workout and i get text messages are you okay are you doing fine and and that's what keeps me going so sure yeah. absolutely absolutely so you know this last year right 2020 was a crazy year for everybody um but one thing that i'm i i, I want to commend you on is is you were so consistent right and 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 you know always kind of positive and and always consistent with your workouts you know virtual or, or whatever it may have been so what did you do or or kind of some what are some maybe some tips or tricks that you may have for somebody who um like consistency for example it may be an issue like how did you say so positive how did you say so motivated how did you you know kind of focus on being consistent with your workouts Yeah I I always consider my one hour of workout as my happy hour. So if I just get that done I just fuels me to go on for the rest of the day. It just gives me that energy though I'm tired after a workout because the workouts are challenging. It just gives me that energy to sustain. And given so much of uncertainty, negativity like social media um living far away from your parents in a pandemic situation there is so much uncertainty being an immigrant with all the visa situation like it's just negative thoughts around you in you and you are worried like how how do you keep that aside because you can't live in that state of worry forever uh, there are things that you can control and i can control my health i can take control over it i can control my well being i can control how happy my family is i cannot control the pandemic situation that that's beyond me so i think focusing on what's in my control kept me consistent kept me going yeah. and the whole virtual workouts like there is there is no reason right like i don't have to commute to the gym or anything like that 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 just made it so easy uh i know all of us have like zoom fatigue for the whole year because everything is virtual <laughs> but this is not a fatigue for me this is yeah. my happy hour like working out virtually is my happy hour uh i see other members working out it still pushes me to give my best and that's what kept me going uh i i was sane because i worked out yeah no that's awesome and i think that you know to to piggyback on that point of you know one thing that i've i've really kind of picked up and started really focusing on too is is control the controllables right like yeah. you know what are the things in your day that you can control right like you know yeah uh, we can't control the pandemic we can't control you know you know me I, i'm not a big political guy but you can't control the politics like you can't control how people are going to respond to certain things but you can control your health right you can control how you react and how you respond to certain things um and you know like a conversation i was having with a man the other day i was like you know hey you know maybe you didn't get a workout in or 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 your your schedule is so crazy that you weren't able to get a workout in well what are the other things that you can you can control right you can control how much water you're drinking still right you can control how much you know what what types of food that you're eating like so even other than like just controlling like your the controllables in terms of like getting up every morning or or making time for your workout like 
you know, food, water, sleep, like there's so many other things that you have control of that people often don't think about, or they're so reactive to when it comes to, you know, um, getting to bed on time or, you know, uh, having enough water, things like that. So I think those are huge too, right? Really having that mindset of these are stuff that I can control and I'm going to control them. And ultimately they all work together to, to help, you know, um, help me on my journey, you know, um, you know, going forward. Yep. Absolutely. Like, um, you do what you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So talk to me about one of the big things that I, was it was so awesome to see you kind of go through this year or this past year 2020 was uh the 75 hard challenge right so um i'm a huge believer in kind of finding things that are going to keep you active keep you challenged keep you engaged in fitness right um especially because most of most of society right is is you know, kind of in the, the whole tagline behind this podcast is like, we're just working out just to simply be fit. Like we're not working out to, you know, to set any world records anywhere or to be a, a, um, a professional athlete or anything like that. But so with that being said, because we don't have competitions and, you know, things like that. And, and for, for a lot of us, right, like maybe going out to a local 5k was our competition, but you know, in 2020, a lot of that got canceled. So finding little things like the 75 hard challenge. Um, so I know, and, and you may or may not have heard of this. So it, it was, it's a challenge put on um, by a guy named Andy Frazella. Um, and it's like a worldwide thing now, which is awesome. Um, so explain a little bit about the 75 hard challenge. What made you want to do it? What it was like, like how, like how you felt after, like just kind of walk us through the 75 hard challenge. Cause I, like I said, I, I think it was super awesome that you completed it. Thank you, Andrew. So I, I learned about the 75 hard challenge through the hashtags and through Instagram. And I was silently following it for almost around three months. I had I did a Google search, read about Andy, and I did uh, heard his podcast as well. But I was still a little reluctant because when you just read the challenge on the internet, you're like, oh my God, it's so hard, as the name says, because it's two 45-minute workouts every single day. Uh, getting a gallon of water is easy for me because I drink more than a gallon of water every day. And then reading a book, which is fine, um, and taking a progress picture, it's fine, and sticking to a diet, that, all those things are fine. But the most daunting things for me were like, how can I get to 45 minute workouts? Like, is that even doable? Is that even sustainable? Like those were the questions and self-doubts that I had. And thanks to Amanda for documenting her journey on social mm -hmm. media. I started following what she's doing, how she's doing. And thanks to you, because I had so many questions on the intensity of the workouts or the type of workouts that I have to be doing in this challenge, because Andy doesn't say anything like that. And yeah, so it was more like, hey, you don't have to kill yourself to do this challenge. It's a challenge to make you a better person. It's not to kill yourself. So uh, keeping those guidelines in mind and don't be stupid by doing this challenge. Just because Andy says it's uh, 45 minutes, one has to be an outside workout if it's pouring or there were fires in California. Like look at those parameters as well and decide your outside workout. Like and learning about it and having that knowledge actually uh, made a lot of sense. Thank you for talking to me in of so course, much detail yeah. and answering all my questions. 
And I, I used to commute to the city during uh, when the non-pandemic era. And that was three hours of commute a day. And I had three extra hours in my day. And just when I put the maths together, like the excuse of I don't have time didn't make sense. I'm like, I have three extra hours and this just says 90 minutes. So I still have 90 minutes to do what I want. So time is not the excuse that I can give. Then I'm like, okay, uh, what do I do about the workouts? Like one workout was easy. It was the prodigy workout. Uh, what about the second workout? And uh, again, um, I, I must say that you made me believe I can run. When I joined Prodigy, I couldn't even run like 100 meters at a stretch. I've been asthmatic since childhood. So I always gave that as a reason. Oh, I have asthma, I can't run. <laughs> but again, like you said, you're stronger than your excuses. And I think just working out for one and a half years continuously has made me stronger. So I was able to start running slowly and I have done almost like 105Ks last year because I've been able to build on it. And then that was my second workout. And Sundays when there is no prodigy workout, I used to just do two walks. And it's just that like having uh, the right guidance and understanding my limitations, my options. And uh, I, I am very disciplined. So, and I am very competitive as well. So I, I am like, if I take up something, I given my more than hundred percent to do it. And it, it all just worked out. And the encouragement I got by documenting my journey just kept me going. Like uh, the uh, words from my fit family, like every morning when I used to work out virtually, uh, Gina Marie would say, hey, you are on your 70th day of your challenge. Just five more days to go. So it's all added energy. Like people uh, don't realize how much of a positive impact uh, those things have. And it, it just kept me going. And I'm, I'm so glad I did that. Um, this was the first challenge where I didn't take uh, weighing scale as the main indicator. I didn't want to get so focused on the weight on the scale. It was more of building a routine, building a discipline. And I, I'm, I'm so happy I got to experience that because I never realized I love reading so much. And mm -hmm. that is a very good takeaway from that. I've continued my reading um, beyond the 75 day heart challenge. Yeah, I'm not doing two workouts now, but I am working out once every day. So those are the things that is going to stick on to your life. And yeah, like 66 days to build a habit. Mm -hmm. We did the habit challenge with uh, during the beginning of the pandemic. So I knew like with 75 days, if I do something continuously, that's going to be, become a routine. And that that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and I think, you know, to, to that point, right, I think oftentimes people, you know, think or, or, or wait to be motivated, right, when it comes to, to fitness and, or changing how they're eating or like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not feeling motivated where, when, when in reality, like it's, I think one of the benefits of the, you know, the, the 75 hard challenge and things like that is that it kind of forces you to quote unquote, be motivated, right? Like you have to like you have no choice. You have to take those small steps. And then over time you build that momentum up and, you know, yeah, post 75 days, you're still reading, like you're still, you know, have your water and your workouts and, and things like that. So it's like, you know, don't necessarily focus on or wait to be motivated because nine out of 10 times, you're not going to be right. It's more about like, take the small steps, build up that momentum, and then the motivation will come. Um, 
so other than, you know, obviously just learning that you're a total badass, like what, um, what was like maybe the biggest takeaway you took from the 75 hard challenge? Like what was the biggest lesson you learned? The biggest lesson I, I learned it, like, it's not just, I, I read at a lot of places, like you show up, things will happen. Mm. You, won't. you show up, you put in the effort and then yeah. you can expect results. Like, just because I go to the gym, I give my 20% and I expect results that that's not going to give you anything. Like you need to put in the hard work, put in your effort, stay disciplined, and you're going to see uh, the results. I think discipline, like making mm -hmm. things a part of my routine, which are non-negotiables that that was my biggest takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you, um, let's take a step back and, and, and go back to when you started, you know, kind of your journey with us and, and, and things like that. Did you envision or like, what was your vision of success? Um, and that, like, did you envision like back, you know, two, three years ago, did you envision where you're at today? Like the progress you've made, like, did, is that what success looked like to you? Like, what does success look like to you? Yeah, so Andrew, like, I, I think I'm 100% successful, uh, because when I came to you, like I said, I, I, I wanted to be a non negotiable, like how brushing my teeth is non negotiable, working out is non negotiable. And that's what I've been able to achieve. And I've been able to stick uh, to a facility to a program to the workouts. Um, and that's a huge success. Because again, like, how my weight went yo-yo my going to me going to gym was also yo-yo it was so weight focused and everything now I've been able to look beyond the number on the scale uh, beyond I'm I'm looking forward to non-scale victories like hey can I run two miles at a stretch that is my measurement than hey have I lo lost five pounds on the scale like uh it did I envision no uh did I envision I'll stick uh, to this kind of a routine, have this kind of an outlook? No. And that's what I have learned through the journey. That's what I have learned from you. That's what I've learned from members of Prodigy. And I, I would say like, it, it's been the uh, best decision of my life to join Prodigy. And I've been able to stick on with it because of the changing workouts, because of the team, because of, it, it's just not a gym. That's what I would say. Like, uh, we used during non-pandemic, we used to have like Saturday breakfast after the workout or like the Christmas parties or the book clubs and all these things are beyond just working out and sweating. And, and that's what uh, is, is the overall outlook to a happier, healthier life. And sure. yeah. So yeah, uh, again, to your answer, I didn't envision uh, this would be me, but I'm very happy with this me yeah absolutely and we'll uh we'll make sure that shreyas knows that your decision to marry him was your best decision <laughs> uh, no which i i appreciate those kind words we really do um and yeah and i think that's one thing that makes you know prodigy so special is that we do focus on building those relationships with our members and our members building relationships with each other outside of of the gym right you know and, and doing what we can and yeah pre-pandemic you're you know we're going to breakfast or we're you know having barbecues or we're doing all this other yeah. stuff because ultimately sure i'd be lying to tell you that you know um you know initially people come for the workouts but really like as much as yeah we you know i like to think we we, we write you know pretty awesome programs and things like that like 
ultimately people are coming because they've built relationships with people and they've built those connections and they know like, Hey, when I go and I, and I deadlift, you know, 300 pounds, I'm going to have a whole cheering squad behind me because of the, the relationships that I've built. Um, and that's truly what keeps people coming back. And, and I'm not, um, I'm not naive to know that that's their true reason. And so that's why we focus on that, you know, absolutely. Um, awesome. No, this has been great. I, I, like I said, I appreciate you, uh, you taking some time. Um, and one thing I wanted to kind of finish on was, you know, one of the biggest things that you've done for us, which I am so grateful for, is you've referred so many friends and, and family members to us, which is, like I said, I'm so grateful for. When you have a friend or a family member or somebody listening to this podcast who is, you know, hesitant, right? They're, they're, they're nervous, they're scared, they're intimidated, whatever it may be. Like, what is maybe one to two or three pieces of advice that you would give them to just you know, to get started on their fitness journey? Like what are, what are a couple of things that you've really embraced that have really helped you, you know, kind of get, get started and, and be consistent with your journey? Yeah, I, I would definitely say making one a priority, like make yourself a priority that that's most important uh, step that you can take and set small achievable goals. Uh, if you are someone so new, uh, don't set a big hairy audacious goal because you are going to fail. Like if you have never worked out for the past few years, don't have like seven days of workout, uh, seven days workout, working out a week as your goal. Have like three to four days, and but staying active as a goal. Like focus on small achievable goals, and then you will know that hey, you are becoming stronger. You will see that the way you work out in the gym. Like no one has to tell you. And once you are consistent, you're disciplined. Like everyone will start noticing changes. You will start noticing changes yourself. So the first thing is making yourself a priority that that's most important. Yeah, no, that's huge. Um, and I think, yeah, going back to our whole conversation, right? I think that ultimately your fitness journey, right? Is going to come down to you making you a priority, right? And, and exactly. you're doing it for you. You know, you're not doing it because, you know, someone else is telling you to, or you're not doing it to, you know, for somebody else or, or whatever, right? You're doing it for you. Um, and yeah, and I, I love the idea of, you know, setting, you know, more attainable goals, um, you know, yeah, because I think that, you know, especially now, right, obviously in January, pre-pandemic, you're, you're getting the, the huge influx of New Year's resolutions and they're going to the gym, right? And they're, you know, whatever gym it was or is and, and they're, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go seven days a week and I'm going to do this and, 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 you know, going from essentially zero to a hundred in, in the span of, of a day or two or three, whatever it is, it's, you know, it's not sustainable, right? And people get burnt out. And so setting that, those, um, you know, smaller, more attainable goals of, hey, just be active two or three days a week, build on that for a couple of weeks and then code four days and then go build yep. on that. And, you know, and um, so, yeah, no, I think that that's, that's awesome advice. And especially for moms, Andrew, I want to tell out two things. One is it's, it's okay to ask your husband to take care of the child. Uh, it's okay for your child to watch 30 minutes of screen when you are working out. Uh, and, and be a little flexible. Like if you miss your workout in the morning, ask your husband to watch the child or do something to get 30 minutes or 45 minutes for yourself. Uh, don't You don't have to be like, oh my God, I, miss, I, I slept in late today. I miss my morning workout. It, it's all doomsday. Like, no, you can find another hour in the remaining hours of the day. So 
again don't be afraid to ask help and your partner will understand how important <laughs> it is to you so don't don't hesitate to make that voice heard that i am important this is important yeah. to me i need to get out and the most important thing is don't be a dustbin like if you <laughs> are trying to eat everything your child leaves like <laughs> hey there are two pieces of chocolate i'm going to pop it into my mouth there is half a muffin that's left i'm going to pop it in my mouth. like don't be a dustbin yeah. so, don't funny. do that I, yeah i never understood this but when i realized how much i was eating whatever my 3 year old was uh, leaving on his plate i realized this is just extra empty calories that i'm yeah. consuming so yeah don't be a dog. Yeah. I joke like that's like like that's how like dad bod happens right like that's how like you get you're you don't and you and it, it's right like you don't think about it right but like you're walking by and there's like a couple of cheerios left over and you're like oh okay you know pop them in and yeah um so no, that's 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 funny but it's good advice right it's it's really it's you know often stuff that we don't think about on a daily yeah. basis that you're doing and it's and it and it's not even necessarily that it's like that one piece of chocolate that you ate is what puts you overboard but it's you not realizing that you do that every single every day. day every meal or every yeah. time you put something in your child's plate you are eating half of it so yeah it's yeah. when you think about the quantity quantity you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, i'm eating healthy i'm not losing weight but i'm munching everything my, my son eats so yeah, yeah. how how yeah, is yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah so so this is awesome. No, I appreciate it again for uh, for you taking the time uh, to sit down and talk with me. And hopefully, you know, we can we can help kind of inspire some you know some some other local Tri Valley residents to to you know make 2020 you know really truly. I think now more than ever, right? We 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 need to invest in our health, right? Um, yep. And I think one of the you know the best ways we can do that is is obviously making ourselves a priority. Um, so yeah, so we're going to uh, kind of call it a day there. Like I said, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you hopping on with me. Um, Thank you, Andrew. Absolutely. And uh, for those of you guys who are listening, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. If you guys, um, as always, want to have any questions, comments, things like that, please leave them in the, the comment sections, either on the podcast or on the YouTube video, um, and we can answer those for you. Um, and enjoy the rest of your week, guys. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. If you're a busy adult in the Tri-Valley and you're looking to lose weight, get stronger, and have more energy, we would love to help. If you're confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information regarding fitness and nutrition that's out there, we can simplify the process for you. Head over to our website at we-r-prodigy.com to get started today.